0: G'day listeners, it's your host Matt here, and I'd like to welcome you all to another episode of The Revel Brewing Show. For those of you tuning in for the very first time, we're coming to you from Balimba in Brisbane, Australia, and we discuss all aspects of the culture that encapsulates independent craft beer. Starting any business is always challenging, and there are no exceptions when it comes to independent craft beer. While this venture was a reasonably new project to all of our owners, their individual skill sets comprise the required attributes to get things at Revel moving towards a common goal. In this episode, the crew discuss the importance of getting the right people in the right places when starting up a brewery. Now without further ado, roll the intro.
1: bit of Dutch courage. Everyone
2: have a beer, yeah. Yeah. after 8 beers <laughs> 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 like <laughs> oh, each. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Everyone here brings something different to the table. Um, Had anyone here actually started a business or done something similar to this previous to getting involved with this project?
1: Negatory. (laughs) Um, No, there is very little business acumen. There's a desire for it, I think, with everyone. We all wanted to create something more than the sum of its parts. Um, So it's really honest. There's not a lot of money um, in it that we put in. We did it on a shoestring um, and we've relied on all of the good people around it to make it, you know, to where it is. Um, <clears throat> but the skill sets in this company are quite extraordinary, um, I, I will say, and I'm very proud proud of that. And then the plan that we had, it took... Revel took, like, three years from the idea to when we opened the doors, um, a year of planning and then two years of going through all of the approvals and the startup kind of phase. Um, but we had a 72-bit page business plan that explained everything that we'd be doing now, um, five years, 10 years and 15 years and um, where we really zoomed in was the first five years of activities Um, and it's pretty exciting because we're not even two years um, deep and we have have knocked it out of the park in terms of achieving those goals. Um, We are probably at year five in our business plan and we're not even two years deep. Between um, Starting a business and remaining cash flow positive, which is quite um, a lot. You hear the stories about a lot of small businesses that go under in the first 12 months. Um, Passing that first 12 months and staying cash flow positive was critical for us. We were so, so proud of that. Um, Creating the most beautiful products that we can um, with the best people we have. Um, Our beers and our pizzas, they they speak for themselves and we're very proud of that. And the accolades that we're achieving with those products... um, it means a lot to the company and the employees that work with the company to achieve those outcomes. And man, you you go anywhere and people, if you give, give them a wage and they create a product and then they go home, happy days. But if you embrace them as a person, you empower them to do the right thing and the best thing that they're capable of, and they produce an award-winning product, they own that and the company owns that, and we all get behind them. And being a small business, you can celebrate that so furiously. It's awesome. Um, And then I look at the five-year goals, and we were talking about, you know, where we want to be, we want to be saturated, we can't produce any more beer, and we've got all these customers. Um, And we're literally, we're at that point, and we're talking about some really exciting um, future plans, um, you know, in year two.
0: And do you think that um, even though you know, you guys don't all come from a background where you had a business previously. Um, do you think that everyone just adding their extra skill set has as, helped things get to where it is?
1: Yeah, it's the only reason why Revel is what it is now is because everyone came together and we we rallied behind the company and we rolled up our sleeves and we bit deep and we did the right thing by it. And, you know, um, I can honestly say that that culture is going to remain in our company from now until, you know, forever, because if there's a problem, everyone will get behind it and we'll solve that problem and we'll pivot and we'll do what we need to do and we'll get through to the next step. Um, And no more have we proven that in startup life um, than where we are now, I guess.
2: Mm. Yeah, I think probably one of the, um, one of the things that I've found um, starting up the business um, and then actually being in it and going through all the processes is that, (coughs) I mean, I've spoken to a lot of people outside the realm of the brewing side of things in relation to business itself and startup life, and a common denominator usually comes up is that there's only a small group of people trying to do everything. So they're trying to do like a mar- they're trying to do marketing, they're trying to do the business side of things, they're trying to do growth, they're trying to do the accounting side of things. Everyone's stretched so 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 thin, and so I think that's <clears throat> probably one of our advantages is that we understood that from the start, and we really wanted to empower the people with the right skills in the company and bring the right people in with those skills um, to really focus on on that area of the company to alleviate the stresses and, and everything else from other people so they can do their job properly. So it's kind of like we've got all these people in doing 100% of their kind of specific area of the job, which, which helps everyone else out. And I think that's a really critical thing um, and why we've probably grown as well as we have, um, and then also roundtable discussions um, when any problems and issues um, arise and, and how they can be solved very, very quickly. And like I said, we can pivot. Like Jay said, we can pivot and really kind of crunch those out, get them sorted and get them out the door, and then everyone else, they go back onto their day job. So if anyone is thinking about doing any startups. um in brewing or in anything else I think there is a alert that there needs to be some some uh, some critical analysis on, on your own skill set and how much time you actually had to put into that um, and where you your best fit is in within the business um, and if you focus on that then I believe that you'll everyone will be be able to be successful as uh, when people start wearing too many hats and you get the you get dil- diluted through the whole company and then by the end of the day, you're working 20, <laughs> 20 hours a day, seven days a week, and all this kind of stuff and, and I think um, you slowly you slowly get burnt out um, and you can't really, really focus and then you don't have other people to bounce stuff off and so you start drowning. But I think that's a, that's a really critical part of, of our business plan um, now and probably moving forward um, is to, to have those skill sets and those people that really, really kind of um, uh, give advantage to other positions in the business uh, at, at moving forward and especially in the growth stage as well. So definitely critical. I think um, that,
0: those are really valid points, Flex. Um, something to add to that is also behaviours as well. So mm. we've, we've had a number of people Um, who could potentially have joined the business um, but we've actually said no to them because we didn't think they were a right cultural fit um, for the organization and what we've ended up with right now is six owners of the business who are all aligned, um, all got the same sorts of personalities. I'm not not afraid to to speak up and call it when something's not going right or we think we should pivot or, or something like that. So if you are starting for business, I would suggest um, skills is very, very important, but behavioural competencies is also very, very important as well. Definitely. Ha- has there been any, like, really, really tough moment? Like, obviously, there's been plenty of tough moments, I-, I get it, but, like, has there been, like, a tough conversation that anyone's had to have with each other all the way through?
1: That's, maybe, a, that's a that's a really good question. Um, you know, there's been, between, between the boys here and... Um, and Mick and that um, it's been more of an understanding of, yeah, we know each other and we know how we work, um, but we need to understand more about what you're going through. Um, and it's like some of the stuff that's happened in our company during startup life has not been actually business-related. It's been very personal because what people don't talk about is the impact that this business has had on our personal lives and, um, both mental health um, and also your family life with your wives and your and, and your, your, your family, your, your small children. Um, and I'd say there's been some hard conversations that have happened around the peripheral with each of us, with our respective others in the family, um, about how to manage that sort of stuff. Um, and I can tell you it's not been easy. Um, and I think anyone that's been involved in small business, um, um, be it a brewery or be it a cafe or be it whatever it is, um, what is really not talked about is the mental health concerns that come along with um, being in a startup, being an entrepreneurial sort of character and making those things happen. Um, and then being the wife or the husband um, or the child of someone who's doing that, um, there are real world issues there. Um, and I guess. Yeah, so there have been some really hard conversations. Um, there have been some really truthful shareholder meetings where we've talked about how we were struggling um, and not shied away from it and actually called it, um, myself being the primary one, and the team have always got behind it. Um, if you talk to any one of our partners, they will all tell you a story too, and um, I think you'll, you'll get a chance to talk to them at some point soon uh, on the Revel Brewing Show because um, nothing's, nothing's hidden away. Um, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, yeah. And, you know, even between friendships, like well, I've got my best friend, you know, standing beside me or sitting beside me. And we, we have been through the thickest parts of it together, um, but it, everything's a conversation. There's never been anything really, truly hard about it. It's been like, yeah, I get it. I get it. You're stressed out. There's a lot going on. How can I help you? And if you keep that attitude, um, then everything gets good. It's not personal, you know, at the end of the day, but there is a person behind what's going on and you need to remember that. Yeah. I, I
0: think that's one of the big things like whenever we do have like those tough conversations with each other it, it there's nothing negative about it it's us purely feeling love for you mm. and going are you struggling do you need help mm. do you need somebody to take some load off your shoulders that's yeah. that's anyone in this business who we've seen anyone sort of just lagging behind a little bit I think we're quick to sort of pick it up we know each other's mannerisms we know how we act and, how we sort of react to certain situations. and Yeah, you just sort of come in with a positive attitude and go, right, how do we get through this? How do we box on? How do we sort, sort this out so that we're all back on an even keel and doing okay? And to touch on what you were saying, Flex, about things getting diluted when there's only one or two people involved, do you guys think that that's maybe an advantage of having a few more people involved? Because in, rather than getting burnt out, you can actually be like, look, I just need a little bit of time Aside, or I need to do something different. Do you guys collectively think that you know that's potentially an advantage?
2: Yeah, I think I think it, it, it does. Um, I think it sets everyone on the right directions. It gives everyone a purpose, and kind of doesn't skew them away from what they what they need to do um, for the business itself. So, yeah, definitely.
1: And the Independent um, Brewing Association um, and the independent breweries in and around Brisbane and you know uh, Australia. What I was not prepared for is how bloody awesome they all are and how, how close-knit that industry is. We've got a great group of people here and we've been talking about how awesome it is to be clicked together on a common page. That industry, the, the craft brewing industry, especially the independent part of it, they all are going up the same hill as everyone else. And so when our hoses didn't stretch long enough to get from, you know, one tank to the next, we just called up, Lee from White Lies who is a direct competitor in startup life and he's like no worries bro I'll drive him down you know um, we call up Newstead Brewing Co and go hey Mark can we borrow some yeast man we're like we've run out or some hops he's like yeah no worries I've got your back Um, and that just keeps thumping time and time again.
0: G'day listeners it's your host Matt here again and I just want to say a quick thank you for listening to this episode. We'd love to hear your feedback, so please feel free to reach out to us on our Facebook page at Revel Brewing Co. Balimba, or send us a DM on Instagram. Our handle is at Revel Brewing Co., all one word. Again, if you like what you're hearing, remember to subscribe on your podcast player to stay in the loop. If you're from the local Brisbane area, we'd love to see you in the brewery sometime in Oxford Street, Balimba. Until next time, remember, good people drink good beer.